Welcome to the Steady Trade Podcast, and this is a special episode dedicated to you guys. It's dedicated to you guys, right out there. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. You think I'm talking to someone else? I'm not. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. And this episode is the mailbag episode. Tim Bone, why don't you tell me what mailbags are? And it's, it's, it's kind of funny that you decided to call this episode the mailbag. Because if you're watching on YouTube, it appears that Stephen, I think he's camping at this point. He's got his t-shirt on. He's got a, he's getting some sun. It appears. I think he is in a sleeping bag from the looks of it. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, so or maybe he's in the mailbag. Maybe he's actually in the mailbag. But um, it's like a Harry Potter movie where you're in a suitcase. <laughs> you're in the, they're in the suitcase with loads of monsters. I am the monster. <laughs> I've never seen Harry Potter, but. Um, so, so today we have something that we've we've had a lot of requests for, and we're actually pretty excited. We're going to have the usual steady trade fun spin on it, but we've got, I think, four or five questions from you, the listener. So, what you know, the reason we're here at Steady Trade is is we're trying to help you, the aspiring trader, get better, learn, head down that road to being consistently profitable. So. On our website, if you go to steadytrade.com, there's a big button that says submit your audio. So these questions came from there where you can actually record your audio, send them to us. Now, if you're shy, which is totally cool, there's also just a link there where you could just email us a question. But please send us any questions, comments, and if you can, record them and then you can be featured on the podcast just like our guests today. Yeah, and uh, just talking about the location, there's not many, not many grass, not much grass in Dubai, and uh, I, there is grass. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a garden in the sky. It's like heaven in the sky. I'll not go further down that route, but uh, yeah, we're gonna do a mailbag episode. Once we get more mail bags, then uh, we'll do another one in a month's time or something like that, and you guys could be featured. That would be cool. And um, I want to tell a quick joke about mail because this isn't traditional mailbags. I remember way back when American history lesson from a British guy for you folks. Um, I remember when a president died like 150 years ago. It took like three days from the people in the West to the people in the East to find out about it, from the people in the East to the people in the West to find out about it because mail's pretty slow, right? You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's yep. the, with the internet, news travels faster now. It's not, it doesn't take three days. But it was funny. I sent my mom an email the other day. And, I, and then she sent us one back. And I says, mom, uh, she said, I've sent you an email back. I says, I, I haven't got your email. She said, well, give it a couple of days. Maybe it hasn't got there yet. <laughs> like, nah, nah. It's not like the olden days. It goes straight away. If it hasn't gone, it hasn't gone. <laughs> it, it, it's instant. It's instant. And, and our mailbags, I do like that, though. <laughs> not even a joke. It really happened the other day. And our mailbags are instant. But uh, you, I've got two things to say to you, Tim. One, how did you like me? Keisha, Kesha, whoever the blonde woman was song. So I hopped on the plane at LAX. I had a dream and a beer. Welcome to the land of fame and excess. Am I going to fit in? Who gives a sh- uh, That was perhaps, <laughs> you, know, you know, again, the Beatles are from the UK. I mean, Rolling Stones. I mean, a lot of great music has come out of your continent, your country, but... I have to say that that was the single greatest piece of music 
art. I mean, because uh, art, art is what it is. I mean, we, we, can, we, we can't lessen the value and, and the cultural impact that that song will have for, on future generations. I mean, I truly thank you, Stephen, and you are changing the world one song at a time. Like Eminem, eat shit. Like, did, you, did you see what I just put down? Eat shit, Eminem. Eat shit. Dr. Dread, Dr. Get Away. Dr. Go Away. Johnson's in the USA. You know what I mean? Like, I'm rapping without even knowing that I'm rhyming. Uh, but, Tim, I've got two challenges for you. And you don't know anything about them, and the producer doesn't know anything about them. And sometimes we'll pretend for comedic effect that the producer. Oh, great. Wait, 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 wait. Somebody get the lawyer. Somebody get the lawyer on the phone. Don't know. You guys literally don't know what I'm going to do. You don't know what I'm going to do. The producer, I can't even see his face, but he doesn't know. Tim, two challenges for you today, right? One, if you like me rap songs so much, I propose that you do one yourself that trumps it or is as good as it, or at least you try as hard as I did. Okay. Yeah. Now, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not scared. Uh, I, I pride myself in getting out of my comfort zone. So are you, I accept your challenge. Are Excellent. you selecting the song or am I, or, or how do we, how do we, how do we, or, or are the listeners, how do, how do we proceed here? Uh, yeah. I was going to say, get the producer to do it, but the producer, I'll just do a rubbish job. So let's, <laughs> Let's get, <laughs> let's get, let's get, let's get ready to rumble. No, let's get the listeners to do it. We'll, we'll get some comments in and uh, we'll see what song you should cover. Okay, so, yes, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm not scared. So, so to the scared. listeners. I'm not scared, I'm not scared, I'm not scared. So to the listeners, please, in the comments, whether on YouTube or on the blog or anywhere, or email us or, or submit your audio suggest what uh what song that you would would like well like or hate to hear me redo with a trading with a steady trade related spin right and then after that we'll get the users to vote we'll put them both together and users can vote on the favorite unless you're scared unless you're scared <laughs> we're gonna do it unless you're scared <laughs> i i ain't scared homie Unless you're scared, U.S. style, baby. All right. All right. All right. All right. right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Obviously, obviously, Steven's on the bottle again. So, (laughs) Mr. Producer. Bottle of failure. I'm on the bottle of failure. Mr. Producer, first hit the mute (laughs) button on Steven and then play the first clip. Right. Who are there? Let us explain it. We've got five people. Who are there? Who are there? We've got five people. They, right, Tim Bowen said that I made up Touche. I did not make up Touche, okay? This is bloody proof that Touche exists. There's five clips from five people. One of these morphos is Touche. <laughs> Tim Bowen, your final challenge is to guess who the right Touche is, and we're putting it to a live poll all of next week to fight the public to guess who Touche is, and the winner will get it date with the producer or some sort of other prize. Well, I haven't figured it out because I'm rolling off the cuff of my brain. Rolling. So one more quick tidbit. If you, <gasps> if, if you have not seen or listened to episode 25, um, it was definitely one of our 
wackier episodes, but I thought it was fun and educational. So if you if you're if you're not familiar with the Touche ref, reference, please check out episode 25 of the Steady Trade podcast, and you will see where we're going here. So we're listening to you because we care. Because we care. Not the corporate bullshit care. We care. Okay, <laughs> roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, skirt. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Touche here, the baby-faced assassin. I've got some questions for you at the Stay Trade podcast. Um, the first one is for Tim. Uh, we've got a few red days that came through uh, on major indexes, including SPY. Uh, what advice would you have for novice traders uh, in this turmoil market on how not to blow up their account uh, and go crazy? Farmyard animal, that farmyard beast is the transition so the producer remembers to stop the cliff. <laughs> oddly, oddly enough, you know, you know, and, and, and many of the listeners know me that I live in a rural area. I have I have kids. Um, I actually used to have a couple goats, little pygmy goats. So 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 my daughter has always loved little baby goats, and, and, and it's 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 funny you chose that clip, but anyway. Great, great question. So as of today, you know, we are in very volatile markets right now. And I, I, I really like the fake touche number one out of the all the, out of all the That's fake the touches since, since touche doesn't exist. Um, great question. So <laughs> wouldn't that be a twist? <laughs> None of them are real. <laughs> but go on, sorry, sorry. I'm, We've I'm had here. some extreme volatility in the market this week, especially in the overall markets and particularly rate related to these VIX ETFs. So VIX um, is a volatility index that um, basically a lot of these instruments that uh, trade around it are leveraged instruments. So some of, you've got 2X, 3X ETFs, and these are sketchy. I mean, I don't want to call them sketchy because they're real. It's not like they're penny stocks, but the bad part about these ETFs is they create crazy moves in the market, just like we saw because of the leverage and because of the derivatives. Um, there is no better quote that, and Warren Buffett was talking about CDOs, collateralized debt obligations, which if you are a steady trade listener and you have not watched the big short, you should watch the big short. If you're at all interested in trading, it's a great movie. It's very interesting. And all you have to do when you want to look at the volatility this week is insert VIX ETFs for CDOs in the big short. These derivatives, when Warren Buffett called them weapons of financial mass destruction, that is exactly what we've had the last few days. Now, at this point, a lot of them have gone bellied up. Credit Suisse has closed them. We're kind of moving on and the market's trending back higher. Long-winded answer, I know, but I wanted to go into the background. Back to the fake touche's answer is nothing. What should a trader do, especially a new or intermediate trader in these extreme volatile areas or, or times? What should they do? Absolutely nothing, okay? You have 225 days to trade a year. You have 10, 20, 30 years to trade. When we hit these bizarre, 
huge gap downs, extreme volatility in the market as a newer intermediate trader, do nothing. Please go to cash and wait for things to shake out. Yeah. So, so there's like, there's no opportunities to make some crazy big money because some of these ATFs. Well, there is, but it's, but it's, but it's, yeah, it's like, and especially when you're new, you know, you have to, if you're going to trade these times, you have to have on point discipline. You have to have zero tolerance sticking to your plan because in these times when your stop gets hit, if you don't take it, Typically, yeah, things get fine. really bad really fast. It sounds like you're talking from some experience that. Uh... Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one of the reasons I hate these triple leveraged ETFs so much <laughs> is the biggest loss of my career was back in 2007, 2008. Um, FAS and FAZ were financial related uh, triple leveraged ETFs. Now, not tied to the VIX but a similar instrument. And that's the biggest loss of my career. I got cocky. It was kind of the first couple of years of my career. Thought I I'm crushing it in penny stocks thought, Oh, I can trade these, these uh, financial related ETFs that are tied to the big banks. And then uh, the market humbled me very quickly. It's funny because it, it makes me feel a little bit, but I'm not that your demise should make me feel happier for any reason, but it was, it's the same thing with me. Like I had five green months in a row trading one pattern, trading one setup. I had five green months in a row. And then I thought, you know what it is? I can trade this. I can trade that. I can trade this. And then boom, lost everything I'd made in the last six months in a single, in a couple of days, in a couple of days. And I just thought, you know what it is? Trade one setup, master it, learn another one. Your setup's not there, go trade. Can't believe and, it. And, and, and we both got a little long-winded, but there's good, good answers there. And, and just like you said, you made a very good point. You trade days like, you know, two days ago and yesterday as a new trader, the odds of you taking a major setback are very high. So back yeah. to the one word answer to fake touche number one, the answer is nothing. Because uh, And honestly, I've just got to say though, like, stick to what you know. And when you're in a situation where you don't know what's happening, just don't trade anything because you've never seen the situation before. So why would you guess? Pure gambling. I can no, say I, that now I've been humbled by the market lately. I am Mr. Discipline now. I hope I tell, remind me if I lose it again, please, <laughs> before something terrible happens. And before we move on to fake touche number two, remember a nice thing that, that Stocks to Trade has to offer is a paper trading module. So if you do want to trade these volatile periods, you can always do it with fake money and see where you come out without risking your hard-earned money. Sweet. Producer, the real touche, the fake touche, could be any of them. Number two. Hello, everyone. My name is Touche. I am 20 years old. I am Spanish. Um, I am here to say that I am a real person. Steven Johnson wasn't lying, but um, he paid me to say that I am his friend. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Buenas noches, Spanish touche. Hasta luego, mi amigo. You are not my friend anymore. Tell you what he can't do. He can't follow instructions. Because I asked him to ask a question, and he didn't even ask one. So I might just want to roll on to the next one. Well, well, no, 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 no. You want to say something about him? Yeah, just real quick. So if Touche exists, 
I'm putting pretty much all my money on number two because he did state the fact that he paid you or that you paid him to be your friend. So he's my front runner at this point. Don't even know who he is. He just <laughs> begged to be on the podcast. Next, next one. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining the Steady Trade Podcast. I want you to know that my name is Touche. This is my man, Tarzan, and we are in Chiang Mai, Thailand. I have one question is for Mr. Tim Bowen. I want to know, how do you take what you know here and get it to go here? How do you make a disciplined trade knowing that what's your thinking in your mind and getting it to do it in your hands? Answer my question for me. I'll see you guys later. Tarzan and I are going to go get a drink and do what Steven does. <laughs> great, great, great question from yeah. the Jungle Book Touche. So with that, we've got the Spanish Touche, the Jungle Book Touche, and we've got... The Beatitude. So they're the three ones. But what do you think about that? It's a good question. Because I found that when I was learning in the beginning. How do you go from knowing what to do upstairs to the emotions affecting you and you're doing random shit? Well, I say, um, and and this is a method that I have used. It's funny. I, I'm, I'm an index card guy. I've been for a long time. Post-its and index cards. But um, And you can even go to my Instagram. I, I don't post them as much as I used to, because now I use Evernote a lot more because I need to, I save all my notes for stocks to trade pro for the, for the members. But um, I think that something that was pivotal to me, and I mean, you'll hear this in so many goal programs. Um, You know, one of the guys I look up to, I mention all the time, Joe Rogan mentions, you know, if you want to do something, write it down. If you want to lose 10 pounds, write it down and look at it every day. If you want to, in Steven's case, quit drinking for like a a day and a half, you know, write that down and say, I will quit drinking for a day and a half. But haven't drunk for six days. Haven't drunk for six days. Nice. eh? Congrats. Congrats. So it'll be seven tomorrow, but I'll drink tomorrow because it's the weekend. (laughs) But I think that one of the biggest things, and, and I might even, maybe we'll even drop one of, my old index cards on, on the post so you can see is, is write, write it down. No matter what the trade idea is, put the ticker, put your thoughts. And I say, especially in day trading, swing trading, maybe you can build a little bit bigger case. But if you're looking at a day trade, you should be able to fit your thoughts on an index card. What the ticker is, what your thesis is, what you think a good entry is. And then number one, write down that stop. And then what I did, uh, you know, for years and years and years, and again, the only reason I don't do it now is I put it in Evernote, is I would then take that index card, if you're on YouTube, I'm holding it up, but, and I would set it right on my, right on my keyboard. And normally as day traders, we're not in more than one or two trades. So I would have one or two index cards right in front of me. When I'm in that trade, that card gets dropped in the function key row, of my keyboard, you know, if you probably can't do it with a you, laptop. You really do that? You yes. really do that? Yep, yep. And then I stare at it, and that stop, that plan is staring me in the face as I'm looking at the chart. And you really to do me, that? Yeah, yeah. Still to this day, you do that. You're right. Well, no, not again. I, I put uh, everything in Evernote. Uh, now. Yep, yep. Still but for cool. years, years and years and years, I did it. Again, you'll have to go back through two years of Instagram posts, but you'll see where I used to post them. Um, yeah. Because to me, and, and excuse my language, 
But when I write down a plan and I have it on an index card or a post-it, it's physical, it's there, and it's staring me in the face. And I'm supposed to stop out at 15 and I'm looking at that stock and it's at 1490. I feel like a real asshole and I get out of the trade because it's physical. It's almost like, you know, we could probably do the producer could probably do some sort of like movie reference, but it's like the devil and the angel on your shoulder in the bad movies. And that card to me is like the angel saying, stick to your plan. So I think that that is a writing things down is huge and put it right there staring you in the face. Uh, it's so hard though, because like, and, and I've heard this in a few books as well, but when you, you're so used to being disciplined in every job, like when you go to work, you've got a, a boss telling you like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. Or uh, if you go to a gym and you get a trainer, you've always got the trainer telling you what to do. And before that, when you are growing up as kids and children, you always had your parents saying, don't do this, don't do this. You can't do this. You can't do that. Are you always governed by money saying you can't, you can't do this? The bank says you can't afford to do this. But trading is the first time that you're free from any restrictions. It's the first time you ever get the opportunity to be your own boss. So it's natural. They just think, I'm going to do whatever I want. And That's it's a great so point. Hard. That's actually well, well so said. Hard. Yeah. It's so hard to, to discipline yourself when, as humans, we impulsively want to gamble. Because we're gamblers, traders, I guess. See, and that's back to that, that whatever method you use, if you use Evernote, if you use a legal pad, post-its or, or index cards, I say, and, and people will often, I'll get the reply. They'll be like, well, I don't want, I, I can't take the time to write, to fill out an index card. And I say, if you can't take one minute or two minutes to, to, to fill out a, a template of a, of a, of a trade plan, etc. then you should not be in that trade. Now, if you're some 25 year veteran and, and you have a process that is different, but the majority of our listeners are new to intermediate. They're either brand new or they're looking to get over the hump into profitability. And at that level, you need to be disciplined to the core, to the max, write things down and stick to what you said. Yeah, and, and just a final thing, like just from me going through it now, because it took, a, it took a good year and a half to learn how to make money in the market or a year and a third. And now the thing that I'm battling, and I'll probably battle it over the next year or two, is just discipline. And it's okay to fail as long as you put plans in place to not fail the next time or to fail less often. As long as you're failing less, like discipline can be worked on, I think. It's, and everyone is ridiculous at the beginning, unless you're some genius like the, the, the good traders or the, the mastermind traders. Like a discipline takes time to master, I know. But as long as you've got a plan and as long as you write down when you feel your discipline and think, well, I, feel, I failed me plan 10 times this month. Next month, I, I want to make sure I stick to it. I don't want to fail it more than it's seven times. And then as long as you work down, I think discipline can be improved. Do you agree? Are you scared to agree? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I agree. And, and yeah, I think you have made, I mean, you have made uh, huge progress in your ability to locate a good trade. I mean, many, yeah. a lot of the new traders, they're like, what tickers? There's all these tickers they are moving. Some of them have yeah. volume. Some of them don't. Some have news. Some of them don't. You know, a good trade. It's just right now you're kind of, you know, you're, it's the discipline. It's, the discipline. It's, it's, it's sharpening the sword at this point because you've got the skills and the knowledge. You just got to sharpen that sword to where you're more disciplined. It's all good, though. I know what I need to work on. I've got some Excel. I've got Excels. I've got rules. I've got a journal to, to log down when I'm not breaking it, to when I'm breaking the rules. 
And uh, I, I feel very good about it. And it sounds mental, but losing the 4,800, it would have happened next week. It would have happened next month. It was always going to happen. So I'm just glad it's happened and I've got it out of the way and I can rebuild. Uh, so in, in, oh, oh, wait, wait, in summary, the, 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 the summary to fake touche number three is I say write stuff down, write, have a journal, write down your thoughts at the end of the day, review it weekly, and every trade you enter physically, I say, with an index card, physically write it down. That is how you can take that, as he asked, from his brain to his fingers. Because that index card takes it all out of your hands. It says where your exit for a profit or a loss. You just follow what you said you were going to do. And I've also actually read in books that some some people, gurus, have said, uh, if you're in a new age shizzle, um, just sit down, close your eyes, and visualize yourself not taking a trade or only taking the winning trade. Apparently that works as well. I've never tried it because I'm a degenerate gambler wanting to check into Gamblers Anonymous, Traders Anonymous. But, uh, but yeah, I'll probably do what you do. I'm going to write it down on a post-it note on my desk. Go on. What's the next one, producer? He's playing, he's playing Game of Thrones. He's playing Candy Crush on his phone right now. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Touche. And the question that I had was going to be for Stephen Johnson. And it's going to be uh, name one of the most disgusting things you've ever seen. <laughs> I literally so so number one, I say the... the those those glasses were fake, right? <laughs> I don't know. According to you, Touche is fake. So <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe anything that you say. I don't know anything that you're gonna say. But um, yeah, Potty Mouth Touche said some Potty Mouth stuff. Um, but he was one of the contenders of the potential Touche, so I had to include him in there. Uh, the producer's gone. I don't. <laughs> he's gone. I don't know if, if you've got anything to add. I don't know. Well, 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 well I, he kind of broke out on me. What, what exactly did he ask? Ah, that's right. Well, let's say he said, what is the most disgustingly bad trade that you've ever took? We're going to say that because he actually said something else wasn't appropriate for on air. I oh, okay, okay. The screaming carry the goal there instead. Um, so what he... If we talked about with worst trades, we've kind of already covered it. Like my worst well, here, here, hold on, hold on. Just stop. Let's just wait for Glenn. <laughs> Let's just wait for Glenn. Because <laughs> we're just going to recap stuff. So I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. He'll know where to stop and start. So, but Yeah, we've kind of just talked about the worst trades. Yeah. Um, we, we can just wait for him. And he can cut and chop. So It's his, it's his own fault that he has to edit this now. Did you take yep. any trades today? Did you take any trades? Uh, just... Riot. I, I, um, I did get in some Riot. Uh, did you go red? Did you go red green on it? Uh, no, it, when it reclaimed VWAP early in the morning, uh, it kind of dropped out of the gate and then reclaimed VWAP and then pushed to yeah, like sixteen yeah, plus. So yeah, yeah, I saw I saw that dip and come back, but it, it's not. It's fading it now. Still, yeah, it kind yeah. of still weird down. Producer, but are you scared? What's up, everybody? It's Touche here. I just wanted to make this short little video kind of explaining who I am and what I've done in the past few years. Alright, so it started back in October of 2016. Um, I started with a $2,000 account, and I've been growing my account ever since. Um, just studying every single day, worked it down to one pattern. Uh, 
obviously I lost a lot. I never really blew up my account. Um, but I did have some rough streaks uh, where I've had losses just like every other every other trader has. Um, but currently I'm up $12,000 in profits. My account size is 14000 now, so I've done pretty well for myself. Starting to get consistent. Uh, I've, can, I've brought it down to one strategy. Um, hopefully I can keep on using that to get over PDT, learn more strategies, and just shoot off like a rocket from there. Um, that's a little about me. Um, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to message me. First of all, uh, but my question yes. for Tim Bowen is how yes. do you control your emotions? I know we're all not going to be the same, but any tips would be appreciated. Thanks. Well, go. how do you control your emotions? Great, great question, of course. Um, I Touché. think. Touche. It is a great question. Touche. Yeah, great, great question, Frank Touché. from Philadelphia, whatever his real name is. <laughs> but um, <laughs> He's from... Uh, I don't know. Carry on. Sorry. <laughs> um, so it is a good question. I think that the biggest way to get over that, that emotional hump is it's really, it's repetition. Um, I think I've used this, you know, I think I've used this analogy before on the podcast, but I'll use it again. Cause I think it is, I think it's accurate. Um, you can have two guys from the same town, same education. Maybe they're even brothers. Maybe they're cousins. They grew up exactly the same way. They both go to the same military school. One of them ends up in Iraq or Afghanistan or a war zone or whatever. He's there for two years. Then the other guy shows up. And the guy that's been there two years, it's chaos. Everything's chaos. Every day you might die. Every day you might step on a bomb. But the guy that's been there two years is calm and cool and collected. The, guy that's, the other guy that's had the same training, the same background, maybe the same DNA, is freaking out. And they're looking at the same landscape, the same stuff, the same situations. And it really is just repetition. Um, I wish there was a better answer. I wish I could say, Oh, okay, here, sprinkle this Steven Johnson fairy dust. Uh, uh, and you and you'll, and you'll control your emotions today, but it, it, yeah. it doesn't happen that way. Um, it's That's really funny. putting in the reps seeing, I mean, you know, we've talked about it several times. Steven took a big loss recently. You know, he's got to have that experience so that he knows that he doesn't want to go back there. So don't rush it. Take your time. It will come. But back to what I answered to the other fake touche, journal. Write these things down. I mean, even if you never reread that journal, there is value in writing down your thoughts. What... What I did wrong today, what I did right today, even if you never reread it, write it down, think about it, and put in those reps, put in those small trades. You know, keep trading. Your number one goal is to stay in the game. So if you take a big loss, scale back your size, keep trading your setup, but it's really just a time thing. Um, look at it, have a long, you know, think about it in a long time frame. Don't think I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be emotion-free next week. I mean, it's just, it, it doesn't work that way. You need the time. You need the reps. Yeah, and I, I would say um, it's definitely just a time thing because I remember trembling and being terrified and me hard going through my chest back in the early days. 
and um, and now I've got the opposite problem where I don't care enough with big money on the line. I don't care <laughs> enough. Goes the other way. Goes the other way. Uh, but go on. No, 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 no. I, I I didn't want to interrupt you, but I mean, it's like you're you're right because that that happens problem. to that happens to a lot of us where you almost get a little too disconnected because yeah, you know it goes sense. both ways because you're like, well, I'm down a lot, but you know, I can make four or five good trades and make it back. So you actually can swing too far the other way where you don't grab the oh shit handle and say, man, what am I doing here? Because you're thinking, well, you know, I made a thousand bucks the other day. Week before Sorry. that, I made a thousand bucks. I can make this back if, you know, if I get, if I get torched. So no, exactly. I'm like, I'm looking at me kind of thinking, I'm 1500 down boss. It'll, it'll come back. It'll come and, back. And I've been Steven, 1500 and, down before. Yeah. And think, think where Steven from a year and a half would be if he was down 1500 Steven from, you know, fall 2016 would, would, would be borderline suicidal if he was down 1500 <laughs> <laughs> once, once I lost, once I lost, um, once I lost 550 bucks and yeah, I, I didn't eat for the whole day and I stayed in the room for two days. I was so disappointed, yep. uh, but to lose five grand and I'm, I'm not even, but I'm not even, I mean, I'm bothered about it. I was I, like a couple of mornings walking to work. I've been like, Oh God, you know, like, uh, I don't really want to do this today. And I, it's, it's sad that it happened, but, nothing like the early days nothing like i've had 50 dollar losses which hurt more than this it's crazy um but it's because i know that i can make it back it's like well i was four grand down five grand down i got the one grand up i made the whole six grand so if i'm six grand down again i know i can get six grand back up again it's not even a bad thing like the worst thing is not being able to make the money in the first place when you're losing and you can't see how to make money that's the worst thing ever if you can get over that Take it honestly, as mental as it sounds, taking a five grand loss isn't that bad because you, you know, if I do this and I do this and I do this and I be disciplined and I stick to one setup, I'll make it back. It might take three or four months, but I'll make it back. That's So that's yeah, I, I think the, the biggest, and, and first of all, congrats to fake touche number four. That is some incredible results. I mean, he may, he may realize this, he may not, but turning a $2,000 account into a $14,000 account that is that is freaking impressive and he's a young guy he can do i mean he might be trading for 70 years judging by the age i mean that is very incredible but back to his question it just takes time i I wish i had a better i wish i had a shortcut but there is no shortcut to it yeah and there's a song like i wish i had a car wish i was very far i wish i had a million dollars golden bars i don't know what it is you know the song that i'm talking about maybe you can grab that one no, no, nah, neither do I, neither do I. But um, right, that that's kind of the five touches. So we've got the bearded touche, we've got the Spanish touche, we've got the potty mouth touche, we've got what are, what other touches? We've got the final touche. Who was the one who can't follow instructions touche? Was I his? thought we had? Isn't are we are we missing one? That's only four. I thought there were five fake touches. Oh, and we've got the Taz of the Jungle Book touche as well. We've oh, I forgot about him. Okay, okay, so okay. There are five right. touches. Yes. Okay. So I want to say, first of all, Tim Bone, who do you think is the real touche? Let's have your guess now, and then we'll put out a poll on Twitter. Uh, if we can on Facebook, we will. But on Twitter, we'll put out a poll. I'll put out a poll. We'll ask people to comment on YouTube. Uh, but first, what is your answer? I know who the real touche is. <laughs> who do you I, think I, do is? Want, I do want to touch on one thing. Before I issue my, 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 my guess, 
Um, actually, it's not a guess. I'm I'm very confident in my uh, pick. So remember, uh, but you're on this, air full of thousands of people, so <laughs> you might eat you words later. Don't be this, too confident. <laughs> this is our first mailbag episode again. Yeah. Just to recap, just to remind you, please go to SteadyTrade.com. Go to the submit your audio button. We would love to have audio or video like, like uh, you know, if, again, if you're watching on YouTube, we did have video, but either or audio, audio and video, or again, there is a link there where you can just email us. So we're here. We want to cater the podcast to what the listeners want. So please send us your questions, send us your comments, and we would love to have you on the next mailbag episode. And you'll be okay. with us. So now who do so, so I have to, I, I, I feel like I feel like I'm 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 trapped in a corner, you know. Going back to season one, season one in the in the lion in the jungle, I'm I'm cornered by this lion that I have to take a pick. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm hoping I'm hoping the lion is that ferocious because I have a feeling maybe I can maybe I can juke him and get by. So, you know, I have to. Uh, I hate to do it, but I have to stick with my original plan. I say well, you, you cannot say that's none of them. It is none of them. None of these guys are touche because touche is your imaginary friend. You're the only friend you have ever had. I mean, I follow you on Instagram. You post all these stories. It's always just you talking to yourself. I know. I'm in clubs. Me in clubs with no one around us. Yeah, yeah. So it's like oh I got. I got to stick with my original guess. I mean, I'm sorry, but. I'm, I'm adamant that, that Touche does not exist and your only friend in the universe is your imaginary friend. Hi, this is Erica Meyer from Toronto, Canada. And when I'm sitting at the cottage, I like to listen to Stephen and Tim on Steady Trade Podcast. You can register to win real actual prizes at their website, steadytrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating and write us a glowing review on iTunes. I did. And this is how we say goodbye in Toronto. Ooh, look, 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 look.